I want to tell you all this morning a story about a friend of mine named Kelly. Kelly and I um, grew up together in Newton, and uh, we became Christians about the same time. But here's what I want you to know about Kelly. Even though we became Christians about the same time, the truth of the matter is, Kelly has always been light years ahead of me spiritually. Now, there's probably a lot of reasons for that if you were to sit down and examine our lives. But the truth of the matter is, when I sit down to examine our lives, there's always one thing that seems to rise to the surface that is different between him and I spiritually. And it's this. Kelly is a better listener than I am. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Back in the day, when we were both in college, um, we, uh, we went to a concert together. We went to this, it was a heavy metal rock concert by this, this really cool group called Air Supply. <laughs> you don't even have any idea who Air Supply is, do you guys? I didn't think so. You do? Well, if, you, if, you're, if you're not familiar with them, Google them, okay? Anyway, we were, uh, we were, there's, we were it was on Central College campus. And there was probably two or 3,000 people. We were kind of just milling about as the concert was getting ready to start. And as um, we're just hanging out, um, he looks at me and he says, hey, I'll be back in just a second. And he, he disappears into the crowd. I didn't think too much about it. And um, right before the concert is getting ready, you know, the music starts ahead of time. They're just kind of tuning things up and it was getting pretty loud. The din was starting to really rise and he shows back up again and, and I just kind of give him one of these looks like, dude, where'd you go? And he mouths to me because we couldn't hear each other. He says, I'll tell you after the concert. So we uh, then began to enjoy two or three hours of some really heavy tunes like this one. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. What's, that? What's the rest of it? Does anybody know? I don't have any idea. It's a great tune though, isn't it? <laughs> so after the concert, we, uh, we're heading home. And I look at him and said, dude, where'd you go? And he proceeds to tell me that um, he felt like God was telling him to go and talk to this person. In the middle of this crowd of strangers, he didn't know the person. In fact, as Lisa and I were reflecting and remembering the story this morning, um, what happened was somebody just rubbed by him and, in a crowd, and, he, and God told him that he was supposed to go talk to him, that they were going through something, and that he had a word to share with them. He was supposed to share encouragement. So uh, he said, it ended up being this, this girl that uh, whose mom had just been diagnosed with cancer and she was kind of freaking out. He didn't know that ahead of time. Um, but as he entered conversation with her, he found this out and he said to her what he believed God was saying to him, just to remind her that Jesus was there for them both through all this and that, that they could trust in him. So I'm looking at it. He's telling me this story and I'm saying, dude, how, how did you, first of all, how did you know that, that's, that you were supposed to go talk to her, and how did you know what to say? And he just kind of shrugs, and he goes, I don't know, I just had this feeling, and I went with it. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I've never met another person like Kelly in my life. I mean, he is unique. I'll give you that, but listen to me. The ability that he exercised that night, the ability to listen and obey, it's not a gift it's a skill, meaning that 
every one of us have the ability to listen and obey if we're willing. Which leads us to our, um, our Lordship principle for today. For, by the way, for those of you who are um, um, guests or visitors with us today, we here at Prairie Bible Church the last several weeks have been um, in the midst of a sermon series entitled, Unpacking the Meaning of Lord. And our Lordship principle for today is just what I shared with you a moment ago. That Lordship leads to, or ought to lead to, listening. So if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn them to that passage that Hannah read for you a few moments ago. It's the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 30. And as you're doing that, we'll, uh, I'll give you a little uh, history and context. So now, before we do that, remember last week, if you were here last week, you may remember that we unpacked a passage from another Old Testament prophet, uh, the, the book of Zechariah, right? And what we discovered there in Zechariah last week is that the people of God, Israel, had found themselves um, in slavery, right? Because they had chosen not to obey God, to go off and do their own thing. And as they went off and did their own thing, it led them into exile. And they basically had become slaves. Um, well, here's what you need to know. That wasn't necessarily unique for the people of God. As you go throughout the stories of Israel in the Old Testament, you'll find time and time again, they um, decided not to listen to God, to go off in their own direction, and every time they did, it got them into trouble. And it's happening again here in the book of Isaiah. And so God raises up Isaiah, a prophet, to speak over them. The first thing he says to them, in essence, is, listen, you know that the situation that you find yourself in, you can trace it all back to your own disobedience, to your own deciding that you're going to go off and do your own thing, and you are where you are today because you, choo you chose to go off and do your own thing, right? But then he says this, God still loves you. Just because you chose to go off and do your own thing, God is still there. And He always will be. There's absolutely nothing that you could do. God's love for you is unconditional. There's absolutely nothing that you could do that would make God say, I'm done. I'm through with you. Nothing. Now, I want to stop right there for just a second and have you ponder the truth that I just described to you because the promise that Isaiah was speaking over uh, the Israelites is the same promise that he's speaking over you. God loves you enough, listen to me, to let you make your own decisions. That's pretty sweet, isn't it? That's called freedom. But God also loves you enough to let you deal with the consequences of making your own decisions. Yet even in the midst of dealing with the consequences of your own decision, there is hope. In other words, your past need not define your future. Now, I don't know where you're at today. I don't know if you've ever felt like that, like you're somehow in bondage or in slavery to, to the, the sin or the, the mistakes that you've made in your past. You need to stop right now if you think that you can't become anything different or anything more because of what you've done in the past. Stop believing that. It is a lie from the devil. Because your future need not be defined by your past unless you choose for it to be. Instead, it can be 
defined by something much better, and that is Jesus. You can make the choice to live your life for the Lord. And that begins by listening, which leads us to our passage of Scripture for today. In um, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, uh, the Holy Spirit, through the prophet Isaiah, says this to the people of God. He says, listen, for there is a voice whispering in your ear. It's the voice of God. There's a voice whispering in your ear to turn to the right or to the left, to do this or to do that. When you hear that voice, do it. Now, a little more specific context of what was going on there. The people of God, the Israelites, knew they were in a mess. They knew that the mess that they were in was caused by their own disobedience. They got that. But they were still complaining. They're going, okay, I get it. I know that the mess that I've made, I know that. I know it's me. I did it. But where is God? I thought he said he was going to be here. I thought, he, I thought you said that he'd never abandoned me. It, I, where is he? He seems so silent. That's when Isaiah, by the Holy Spirit, steps in and says, no, 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 don't you dare go there. The fact of the matter is, God is still there. And the fact of the matter is, God is still speaking into your life every day. Numerous times a day, God is speaking into your life, saying, turn to the right or to the left, do this or do that. Go that way. No, no, the problem isn't that God is silent. The problem is that you're not listening. Anybody feel a little bit uncomfortable right now? Because it's the same problem today, isn't it? God is still speaking into our lives every day. Turn to the right or to the left. Do this or do that. Go in this direction. The question is, are you listening? Now, I want to pause right there for just a second because you should be, if you, if you aren't, you should be asking this question. There are all kinds of, making a statement and then asking a question, the, the statement is there are all kinds of voices speaking into my life all the time, every day. How am I supposed to know or discern God's voice from all these other voices? Have you ever asked yourself that question? You should. How am I supposed to discern the voice of God from all the other voices that are speaking into my life? Well, let me give you some guideposts that I think could be helpful, all right? First guidepost is this. If you're trying to decide if you're hearing the voice of God or the vo some other voice, um, the first thing that you should ask yourself is this. Is what I think I'm hearing in any way contradictory to the Bible? You did you hear what um, Michelle was talking about earlier? Is if, because if you're hearing, if the voice that you think you're hearing is in any way contradictory to what you're hearing in Scripture, it's not the voice of God. Because God will not contradict Himself. 
that guidepost alone will clear out a lot of clutter. Guidepost number two. If you're trying to discern what you're hearing is from God or some other voice, ask yourself the question, is what I'm hearing helpful or is it harmful? Because God only wants what's best for you. God, Remember what we talked about earlier? God's, there is nothing that you can do that's going to cause God to stop loving you. He loves you unconditionally. He always will, no matter what. So God wants only what is helpful in your life. Is it helpful or is it harmful? Now, having said that, you need to be careful how you determine, how you discern what the word harmful means. Harmful doesn't necessarily mean, isn't necessarily synonymous with hurtful, for example. Now, what do you mean, Greg? Um, Sometimes hurt or pain is instructive, right? Put your hand on a hot stove. God gave you nerves in your, in your fingertips because sometimes pain is instructive. Don't do that again, right? Ow! So, uh, to give you an application of what I'm trying to say spiritually is, it's possible that God may be speaking into your life saying, um, Craig, you need to go talk to Randy and say, dude, what you're doing is wrong. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> and it might hurt his feelings, you know, but it might be exactly what he needs to hear. It might hurt his feelings, but it might be exactly what he needs. You see the difference? Now, I want to, let me give you one last um, reflection. This is a personal reflection. Um, how I discern the voice of God. First of all, I will say to you that um, I don't know that I can identify a time in my life when I actually heard a voice. I know people do. But I, for me, the voice of God or the whispers of God aren't a literal voice. God speaks to me in any number of ways. It might be through Scripture. It could be um, through another person. Um, it might be in a book that I'm reading or in a circumstance of life. And all of a sudden, I know that I know that I know. Wait a minute, that was a, that was a God moment. See, for me, personally, it's really not that hard for me to discern whether it's a voice from God or not. You know what the biggest problem is? My biggest problem is when I know that I know that I know, am I going to do it? Because when God speaks to us, remember last week we were talking about how when we serve Jesus as Lord, when we accept Jesus Christ into our heart as Lord and Savior, He is going to then begin to invite us to be used as vessels of the Holy Spirit, right? You see, oftentimes when God invites you to be a vessel of the Holy Spirit, when God, when God um, when He speaks into your life and He says, I want you to do something, or I want to be something through you, it's often He's asking you to do something that pushes you outside of your comfort zones. Something that you wouldn't otherwise do, like in your natural person, that's not something you would necessarily do, like going up to some stranger in a concert in a crowd and saying, hey, is anything going on? 
And because we feel like whatever the, this voice of God is asking us to do makes us feel uncomfortable, what do we do? Got a lot of fingers pointing back at me, by the way. We say no. Or more accurately, we pretend like it didn't, we didn't hear anything. We ignore it. And then you know what happens? Every time we say no or we ignore that thing, that voice, it gets a little harder and a little harder and a little harder to hear. Till one day you turn around and you say, I don't remember the last time I heard from God. Why is God so silent? Has God abandoned me? You said you would never do that, and I feel so alone. Anybody feel like you're there today? I'm not asking you to raise your hands, I'm just asking. When was the last time you heard from God? When was the last time you knew that you knew that you knew? Has it been a while? Has it ever happened? Because the truth is, God is whispering into your ear, turn to the right, to the left, do this or to do that. Go in this direction or that direction. All the time. Multiple times every day. And you're saying no doesn't stop him from doing it. You ignoring the voice doesn't stop him from speaking. So, when was the last time you heard the voice? If it's been a while, here's some good news. As I said, he hasn't stopped speaking to you. And you still have the opportunity to listen. You want to know how I know? You want to know how I know it's not too late? Because you're listening right now. It's your choice. Because God is speaking. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Lordship is a tricky thing. We know that that is what we have been called to, that we have been called to live in to You as our Lord. Um, but we also know that sometimes Lordship is going to move us into a, an uncomfortable situation. You might ask us to do or to be something that makes us uncomfortable, that moves us out, outside of our comfort zones. and That's scary. But Lord... First of all, I confess and I ask you to forgive me for all those thousands of times in my life when I've ignored you or I've just right out said, all, just right out said no. And I want to thank you for loving me and, and continuing to invite me into this, this calling even in spite of my disobedience. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm standing here today speaking on behalf of everyone here. And I don't know if they all agree with me. I don't know if they're all ready to 
to say I'm sorry and to ask forgiveness, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm claiming that they are. That I'm speaking for this group. And I'm asking you, Jesus, to speak. I'm asking you, Lord, to give us that sense inside that we know that we know that we know. And I'm asking that we would at the very least be humble enough to listen and that we might be then courageous enough to obey because that's what it means to have you as Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.